Okay, this is the moment you've all been waiting for. How y'all feel about a man twerking? Should not happen. <laughs> not my bag, man. Wait, yeah. you were the one twerking, Clint? He was yeah, twerking yeah, for you, you. You walked by the window right here. And and he I, was get, I, that I was standing up to get out of here, and I, I, gave, know, I gave you a quick, quick yeah, twerk. And, yeah. And, Damn uh, it. Hey, can you twerk? No. It's, it's time, time for the percolate. Uh, it's time for the percolate. I did the stanky <laughs> leg in my day. Yeah, man. Let me lay down in that. Lauren's a big fan of the twerk. Oh, she's a big fan of daddy. Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Cubley. Ah, The Drive is live and in color for our final stop on this Miller Lite Football Friday. The final one, and we are at Wolfie's here in Cyprus. Get on out here. Uh, It's going to be live. We're going to party out here. Plenty of spots for you to come on in and have a seat as we get you ready for the uh, for the Texans, they know what they need to do, and that is lose, and that is lose. <laughs> they know what they need to do. My man right here, man, pretty simple. Got that fry right there. They need to go ahead and lose, get waxed. Go ahead, you know what you need to do. Losing is winning That's right now. We're gonna get you ready for them as they face off against the Colts up in Indy. Uh, Clint Wolfie's man. We've already had the uh, the the black and fish tacos, fantastic, and Clint. Hot and spicy bull shrimp. Oh, you had that too. Uh, be careful with the corn; it'll it'll bite you. It's a, it's a little spicy. Um, I I went ahead and dove in, and I it, it was it was a tough it was it was tough for me. Tough. Shout out phenomenal to, phenomenal uh, shrimp though. Shout out to uh, Michael Irvin who'll be on the show coming up mm-hmm. uh, later on in this yep. hour two forty. Michael, Michael Irvin, Irvin, the John playmaker, McClain, Hall of Famer, coming on four yes. o'clock. I'd like to lie to you and tell you that uh, Michael Irvin will be here live at Wolfie's. He will not. But he will be with us at two forty. Uh, but uh, uh, but can I make an announcement, please? Because I feel like we're about to make the same announcement. The, well, no, no, no. The, the days of early season crawfish being small are over, folks. My goodness, they got crawfish out here. That's well, tremendous that, news. Mean, this I ain't mean, even bullets and bugs yet. Th- these are, and I I don't want to oversell. Um. But I, I got to be honest with the folks. These are not only are they not undersized. Go ahead, Donald. I, I, I would I would go out on a limb and say I, I think they're perfect size. You know, some, late in the season they get too they get too mature, they get too big, and they get and it's tougher to eat them. So you want them a, a, about mid, you know, medium to large. You don't want the big big ones. You don't small. These are right between medium and large, and and I would consider this to be the perfect size crawfish. It We're is coming Jan- out what is drink some bullets and eat some bugs. It, it is, is January sixth. January the sixth. Usually, 6th. usually, and I got mid, I, I got mid-sized hands for a grown man. I think um, smaller for a former quarterback, but I'd say they're I'd say they're mid-sized for a for an, your average man here. Um, sometimes this you get crawfish early in the season. It's hard to it, they're hard they're so small it's hard to eat. These right here, that's impressive. That's impressive. I, I don't. I don't know how Wolfie's pulled this thing off. I don't. I don't know uh, how deep into Louisiana they had to go to get these things. That's what he said. He said. He, he said he, he paid a little extra, but he. Uh, but but he. Uh, he went to Louisiana. If, if you're gonna pay a little extra for anything, crawfish. I mean, mud bugs is where it's at now. So uh, come on out, get some crawfish, and know when you get in the car coming this way, we're not getting early season. Them, them little ones. They, these these are good size, and and uh, the flavor's phenomenal. They they cook them right here as well. So come on uh, out. Yeah, so they got crawfish right now. They got a special. Don't they got a special, uh, I think, Monday, Wednesday? Here you go. Yep. Yeah. That'd be Monday through Friday. That's right. Dine-in only, 11 a.m. to 4 p.m., uh, which, by the way, we're right in the heart of it right now. 
Three pounds for 28 bucks. Three pounds for 28 bucks. Mm, that's uh, that's pretty hell. That's a pretty good deal early in the season. And and again, you're not you're not uh, you're not paying for them little bitty ones. You're you're paying for for cream of the crop here now. Tyler is obviously uh, he is skeptical of it. And I will tell you, Tyler, it's early. John Look, John Lopez was skeptical. I sent him a picture of it. John said, "Not too small. Look good too." Love it, man. Yeah. I wish I, mean, I was out there to enjoy some of those bugs with you guys, man, you know? Me too, man. I do too. But look, it's just, it's just, I mean, I, 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 when he, when he set them on the table, I was like, you got to be kidding me. I, those, those don't look like early season yeah, bugs. Yeah, they, they look perfect right there. It's always Come good on. when you set it on the table and people go, whoa, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Good flavor, good flavor too. So whoever, whoever's back there boiling is doing a pretty good job too. So, uh, so uh, it, 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 it's a lot, lot of spice that's in the head, you know, it's yeah, not. you got to suck that head. Yeah. Hey, sucking head, eating tails, bud. Okay, Tyler, you good? Sucking head is good always. Well, you may be going a little bit overboard there, but a little that's bit. all right. You knew as soon as you got started he would. I mean, all right, um, so, yeah, come on out. You know, Normally you get to just see us and hang out with us, but now you get to see us hang out with us. Tyler 2.0, he's here, <laughs> these idiots. These, idiot, these two idiots have on the same clothes. They got on the same exact outfit right now, him and Tyler 2.0. So Tyler yeah. 2.0, a.k.a. Aaron, is in the building as well. But you get, to have, you get to have crawfish. You can enjoy crawfish right now. So make your way on out to Wolfie's out here in Cyprus. We'll be here till 6 o'clock on this Miller Lite football Friday. But great news now. Also, you can get crawfish early in January. But even better news we're getting. I mean, each day, and this is fantastic, each day we're getting more and more news that is positive about the status and the health of DeMar Hamlin. DeMar Hamlin. Obviously, as we all know, the, the young man who, uh, who uh, had cardiac arrest on the field on Monday night uh, and had to be revived on the field and was, uh, was administered CPR, we, ha- we found out yesterday that he was awake, eyes open, when able, able to communicate um, by writing, um, and, uh, and, and, and much better. They said it was a, a, I mean, just substantial improvement over those 24 hours. Well, today... Bills head coach Sean McDermott says that uh, when the Bills were told today that the coaches had a surprise for them, uh, you could see the look in their eyes of excitement. Then Sean McDermott said they had a screen set up and DeMar Hamlin popped up on the screen in a team meeting. He flexed both his biceps uh, and and now did his famous sign. And for Houston, it's the same thing that uh, Jeremy Pena does. The heart sign that Jeremy Pena would do, he did the same thing, and um, and they said, uh, and he then he spoke and said, "I love you, boys," and everybody in the room got emotional. So he is speaking. He met and spoke with his teammates, uh, and so now the tubes are out. He is breathing on his own now, um, and I'm not gonna lie to you, Clint. I don't care. Each day, each day we get more positive stuff. Uh, you know, I when we saw him and we talked about it this week, we saw him Monday, man. You'd have told me by Friday that he's up talking to his teammates. I don't. I don't know. I would have been able to believe that. And, and so it's 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 great news. Yeah. Could, could you imagine having been in that uh, in, in that meeting room, a team meeting room setting where? Clint, I'm about to know, cry reading. Yeah, yeah, I can tell I'm you. Not, I, 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 I can tell, I can tell you get you get a little emotional. I'm gonna emotion. get shook up reading. It. I mean, that's that's uh, that's good. I mean, I'm glad you're, you're transparent enough. You're, you're comfortable oh, enough man, to, to hey, get emotional baby, on the air, man. I appreciate it. I, I didn't cry multiple well, times. Well, no, that's man. okay. I mean, that's okay. Nobody's gonna call you that. I'm just especially the guys that were right down there on the field. Yeah. And you saw that. Oh. Boy, well, you just—I mean, I told you when I was, when I was in Dallas, Ocampo, he surprised us with a trip to 
to uh, SeaWorld on an off day. Go go walk around on on uh, on on asphalt for during training camp. That's a good idea. Go check out the you, orcas. Usually, when a when a coach is surprising you with something at that level, it, it's it's not it's it's not much of a surprise. Yeah. Could you imagine going to that meeting room and, and not knowing what was coming? And boom, he pops up there. Uh, several of these guys. I mean, he, I know he's talked to a couple of his teammates and that kind of deal. They said he had talked to him via FaceTime, and um, so word had probably gotten out that he was he was doing much better. But all of a sudden, you know, probably seventy five, eighty percent of that team he hadn't hadn't seen him, probably hadn't talked to him. Yeah. Well, this dude pops up and they're flexing. That's, I mean, he's flexing. That's flexing. Yeah, you. Yeah, that's cool, moving. man. Yeah, that is that is an amazing sight. So the more we get, hell, I mean. By the way, the Jeremy Pena thing. I mean, that's that's the heart deal, the I love you deal. I think to his mom or whatever, whatever it is he does. That's that's really cool. Hamlin just took it to a whole nother level. When he throws that heart up, <laughs> yep. he's literally, literally talking about his, his heart. heart. Yeah, man. Not I love you. Maybe nah. he was, but uh, he takes it to a whole nother level, man. All right, uh, Clint. With that. Uh, there was that was that part of it, which is the most important part. Then there is the football part of this, and we heard scenarios being talked about, and um, and the most the one I think it was even after we got off the air, Clint, that the owners had to vote about today. The scenario of basically playing the AFC Championship game at a neutral site if you had two teams with the same amount of losses. That was the, the, that was the conversation that the owners had to vote on. Well. The owners voted on that this morning, and um, the changes for the playoffs involving the seating for neutral site is in, is, uh, is a done deal. The owners voted on that, so that will be the case. And the case with that is if the Chiefs win tomorrow and the Bills win mm-hmm. on Sunday and they play in the AFC Championship game, that game will be at a neutral site. They've not said where that will be yet. If the Chiefs lose and the Bills win – the Bills are the number one seed. Yep. There is no neutral site. If the Chiefs lose, the Bills lose, and the Bengals win, all four of the all three of those teams, if any of the three of them met in the AFC Championship game, it would be a neutral site. So that thing is voted upon that. And uh, I know uh, Ian Rappaport, NFL Network, spoke about this. And, Clint, I, I, I want to get your thoughts on this because there is one team uh, that, is, uh, that is not um, – Hearing reports isn't happy about it. I would expect it to pass. I would expect the Cincinnati Bengals, who are not happy at all, to vote against it. Then again, the Bengals vote against a lot of things, so maybe not a total surprise. Uh, it is not perfect. They are not thrilled. I'm sure there's some other teams that are not thrilled. There is a possibility of a neutral site AFC title game, which would be not maybe as fair as if none of this had ever happened, but it all did happen, and so this is the best way the NFL has felt. And I know a lot of owners have felt. The competition committee felt last night, Tom. This was the best way to deal with it. So to simplify hopefully everything in a way that maybe will help, although honestly at this point who really knows, if the Kansas City and Buffalo games have the same result, if either both win or if both lose, then all this matters. If they do not have the same result, if one wins and one loses, then none of this matters except for the coin toss AFC North thing, uh, which only matters if the Bengals lose. All right, the Bengals are, are, they're Bengals fans and the Bengals are upset because not necessarily maybe the one seed, but they're the three seed now, and they were up seven to three in that game. I think they completely understand why that game's not being played. They're up seven to three in that game. They're driving, and yeah. if they beat Buffalo, if they were to meet Buffalo in the playoffs, 
it would be played in Cincinnati. They'd be the two seed. And now, if Buffalo wins their game, they are going to be the three seed. And if they have to play Buffalo, it's going to be up in Buffalo, even though they didn't get to finish that game. That is the the, the big – and then their whole situation yeah. with the AFC North where a that, coin flip to, may it, decide to, things between to them what and the we talked about To what we talked about yesterday, I, I just think that the, there's a lot has to happen for it to impact the one and the two seed, Right. To me, it was going to come down to the the three, four, five, six, and seven seeds being yeah. being impacted in a negative way. And here we sit today. It, it, that's exactly what it is. Now, the lower seed in Baltimore is actually, I mean, they're actually going to benefit from this. The the, the AFC championship being at, at a neutral side, who cares? I mean, it, look, I understand. There's, I'm yeah, sure, that, I'm sure they'll try to make it right from a revenue perspective, and 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 they'll work all those 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 kinks out. The we've had a team, we've had a team lose to an in division opponent twice and still win the division. It's happened in the NFL before, and so now under these circumstances, the NFL and they're and they're saying, well, because Baltimore, if they win this weekend, would have beaten Cincinnati twice, then it's not necessarily fair because Cincinnati didn't finish their season. No, they would still win the division, and if you win the division, you should get a, a one home field game, one game at home. And and the the problem is is that the NFL is going against that, and and it, it could possibly end up costing them that one home game in the playoffs. And to me, I I just think this has been poorly handled. I, I think. Oh, you it, think this is poorly handled? As it relates to that, yes. So that part. Of like it. I don't I don't I don't think what happened on Monday Night Football should ben- I don't think the B- Baltimore Ravens should benefit from that. And and at the end of the day, there's there is a, a, a it's possible that they're going to end up benefiting from. They could, be, they could be the three seed if they win Sunday against the Bengals, and they win a coin flip. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I yeah. mean, it, it's I, it's just to me I, to me I just I, I don't I, I don't think that's right. I don't I don't think it's. First off, I can understand <laughs> the fresh. I can understand maybe some frustration from the Bengals, um, but it should reach a level of we understand. Sure. I'm gonna tell you this right now. I've I've had to do some hits and I've done some had some conversations with some people from Kansas City. Y'all need to shut up. Like there, no, there, no complaint should be any complaint up in Kansas City. Just shut up, show. <laughs> no, Chiefs fans, just stop. You too, Landry. Uh, just just stop. Like it's the complaint. Now now Buffalo won't have to play in Cincinnati or Kansas City. Who gives a rip? We understand why this had to happen. You lost to the damn Colts, so shut up. Right, like, like you lost to the Colts. That's why you're here. All right, just chill out. You're going to play all your games at home. You're going to get a bye if you win Saturday. Chill out. Oh, you Diddly have to go to, poo. to Houston or Indy or L.A. or Vegas to play a, a, you know, a neutral site game, fine. The Bengals, that's, a little, that's a, little bit, a little bit different. But still, everybody should understand why we're here and in, in, yeah, in the circumstance. Well, I, I agree, I agree uh, to to a certain extent. Like the the problem isn't necessarily with understanding why. I agree with you from Kansas City's perspective. Just but shut but, up. but here, here's another problem, right? Apparently, again, according to some of the, some of the different um, sound bites that I listened to this morning, apparently there's in the rule book there is there what they should do is go back to. If the records aren't the same, winning percentage is what it goes to. Yeah, and so they've decided not to do that and to do it this other way, right? That that's where a lot of the frustration comes into play as well. Is it why is the rule there if you're not going to follow it? Why why is that the way you do things 
if you're not going to follow that rule. So um, the, the frustration is real, and I just I, I think it's I think it's with those lower seeds, man. And if Cincinnati ends up getting getting uh, docked for this, that that would I, I think that'd be a tough pill to swallow if no, I were if I were a Bengal, that's for sure. Yeah, Cincinnati Cincinnati was in a game in which they probably felt like they had a good chance of winning and understanding why yeah. the game is not being replayed. But at the end of it, they're going to have to go help. They potentially, if they lose think, Sunday, may have to play at Baltimore, yeah. at, at Buffalo, and at Kansas City think, as a Think road. about that. Going into that ball game, you, your thoughts are, hey, if the if, if stars align for us, we can be, we, the, we one can, we can be the one seed. Man, we, and man, instead, we, something out of your control happens. And you're and, the five. And, and you're going to coin flip with a, with a division, a, 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 a team that finished below you in your own division. Yeah, yeah. All right, yeah. It's uh, it, it's uh, ultimately, I think everybody. Maybe you give yourself a day if you're Cincinnati, Kansas City. Shut up. Give yourself a day if you're Cincinnati, and then we understand why it went down this way and why they're having to do this, and then we'll 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 get over it. All right, coming up, Lovey Smith said something earlier this week, and then Jonathan Grenard backed him up too. I I just want to get a sense from Clint, somebody who has uniquely been in this situation of playing in games at the end of the season when you ain't got no chance to get to any kind of playoffs. I want to see if, if Lovey Smith is right on this and how his, his team is handling this situation. We'll discuss that next. It's a Miller Lite football Friday on Sports Radio 610. Live from Wolfie's in Cypress, here's The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. That's right, as we are live for Miller Lite Football Friday, getting you prepared and ready uh, for the final game of the season as the Texans travel to Indy to play the Gol- to play the Colts, and, um, and they know the assignment. I hope they do. I hope they understand the assignment. As Clint said yesterday, maybe Kyle McNair can't do this, but Kyle McNair, you win – you're fired. Yeah. Something it, it, it's, just, it's a perfect time for Cal McNair to take complete control of the situation. Uh, look, I, we understand that, that you know, when, when, when he took the team over, uh, maybe he was a little green. Maybe he wasn't ready for it. Um, but it's time. It's time that Cal McNair you know, steps out of the shadows and, and, and becomes uh, the, the owner that we all, we all need. And, and, and this is a perfect time to take complete charge of what's going on and, and, and ensure that your organization um, – that, that you, you have the number one overall pick and all the power that comes with the number one overall pick, regardless of which direction you choose to go, that power is the, is the power that the Texans need, and Cal McNair needs to make sure that happens. All right, see, see now when I hear you say that, I, I, I want to play this because Lovey said this on Monday, and I knew for me, I just said BS. Try, I almost said it. I just flushed it down the toilet. But I know that's from my standpoint. You played in the league. I, I, I want to get your thoughts if, if you – if you believe that the players are really thinking this way, this was Lovey on Monday talking about their last opportunity uh, to play this season. You know, the guy's going to continue to play hard and all those things. We never question any of that. So which brings us down now down to, um, you know, I've talked a lot about our division record. So we, we split with Tennessee, we split with Jacksonville, and we have a tie against Indy. So this is a big game, you know, for our team. We'll practice hard and uh, show up this week and hopefully we can finish up with a good taste in their mouth. Finish up with a good taste in their mouth. All right. Uh, Jonathan Bernard went on, said, went on to say, hoping that we can get a win. He said, a W changes everybody's mode, the aura around the building. 
Hey, you listen. You played on a, a couple of teams that that did some losing. Yeah, we did. We 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 lost really well. We learned how to do that. Cowboys had some five win seasons. Uh-huh. Played for some teams that did some losing. We suck. Uh, so you've been here. Like you, you believe you believe Lovey is is serious about these these players. Like, hey, we want to get a good taste in our mouth going into the end of the season. That we want to take this thing from yeah, two wins nah. to three wins I, coming to the end of the season. Like you, you believe that? No, because I don't. No, I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't buy it for for one second. I, look, I do think you've got the Jalen Petries, uh, the Kenyon Greens. You know, the the guys that that are under contract, the guys that are young, the guys that are still trying to trying to, to, to establish themselves um, that that will go out there and play hard. Yeah, yeah uh, play hard. But, I'm not saying but that. But, yeah, the, the fact that you're that you, you know, the worst team in the league, um, you, you've lost, uh, I mean, just, I mean, at, at, you know, embarrassing um, a good chunk of the time, embarrassingly. And, and uh, you know, these guys, what was the saying? One, two, three, Cancun. Yeah. I mean, these guys ain't waiting for three. They're out on two. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. They, I mean, they can't wait. They're they going to collect you know, this. They only have one, too. They're going to collect this check and and, uh, and and get the hell up out of here. You know, get on to the offseason. So, your experience, when you was playing for the Cowboys, they had them, y'all had them five-win uh, seasons. Where are we going? Like, at the, yeah, at the where, end, it wasn't like, boy, we got to get another W. Where, where are you boys? Now, where are you? Hell no. Where, where, are you boy, where are you boys going? This, hey, Monday, where are we going? And it wasn't we, like, we, we got to get this last one. Man, Emmett was trying to get that rushing record. Emmett didn't care about no win. <laughs> Emmett was trying to catch Walter. That's all he was doing. <laughs> he was trying to catch it's Walter kidding. Payton. He wasn't worried about no damn win. No, I, that's what I think. I mean, to change the aura, I mean, like maybe Jonathan feels that way. I just can't believe the bulk of them are like, boy, if we finish this thing yeah. off and have this great taste in our mouth you to know, end the season. If you had dudes like – like I think the wheels have come off in the locker room personally for with the Texans. Like – if if you like we the veterans in our locker room, you know when I was there, they, they were playing for the money. They were playing for the records. They knew we weren't going, we weren't winning stuff, but they were they were somewhat invested, right? I think Brandon Cooks is he would just soon not even play, right? Like like you're not they're they're not in a. Uh, uh, a rebuild mentality, and I'm talking about the, the Brandon Cooks, who's supposedly the leader of this football, or was the leader of this football team. Like, he's the, he doesn't have any concern in rebuilding. He doesn't have any concern of, of leading these guys in a direction of, hey, every opportunity counts. you got to go out of here and it, play yeah. hard. Yeah, this he's means to get something. Up out of here. Yeah, and you know, Laramie Tunsil's not that kind of guy. Having a hell of a season, great job. Um, but but you just, they're, they're, they're absent of the kind of leadership right now that, that would – I think would would ultimately hold guys accountable to go out there and put your best foot forward. I, I don't I don't think I think these guys are their minds on where they're going in the off season. Where where's the next vacation? I'm going home to see my folks, or I'm I, I'm I'm on to the off season to try to get better. It's I mean these guys aren't these these guys relative to teams that are playing for something. These guys are nowhere near dialed in. I feel like a few of them out here probably looking at this. Uh this Houston rodeo uh, lineup, probably on. trying to get to, probably trying to get to that. I think they should. Probably trying to get. To, I think they should. So that that rodeo came out. By the way, is it is it the greatest upset on this show's history that Clint had no idea that the uh, the acts were being announced, and I was the one who told him. 
Now, that's that's got to be one of the greatest upsets on this show. No, I don't think it's an, I, I don't think it's an upset. I think it's an I upset think it's, I think anybody it's, would pick that didn't know that the, the, you when did the a, acts were announced. I think you did a solid for me, and it's 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 very it's very um, telling of kind of how far you've come, right? <laughs> now you're so ingrained and entrenched in in what's going on in, in the beautiful city of Houston, you even realize that the, that the, the acts for the. Uh, the rodeo, the Houston ro- uh, rodeo, is, is before, before I did. I mean, that, that is that is well done, show. Well done, man. Tyler, you got a guess on the on the uh, night I got targeted? Hmm. I'm gonna guess new kids on the block for you. Hey, now listen. I'm gonna tell you what. Back in the day, Courtney, uh, she used to have a she used to she used to have a, a suite with her job, and anybody. If anybody at the job that would go to the events that most people didn't want to go to get first dibs at the the big ones, you know, she uh, I had to, I had forced to go to New Kids on the Block with her. They put on a pretty good show. I mean, I'm not going I'm, I'm not going to say I was. But into, you hate but on I me mean, with my in sync and Backstreet Boys love. I'm not hating it. Listen, I didn't. I'm not going to sit here and say I enjoyed it. I'm saying, boy, you could see you can see somebody who puts in major effort. And really performs sure. right. Yeah, like you can see, you can see that. Like, like I'm not gonna lie to you. It's just a, it, like, is it easy for me to sit through a Garth Brooks, you know, three hour show? Probably not. But I can, I can appreciate, can appreciate how hard he sure. is working. Fair. Like them boys, they put on the show. So I mean, that, that that's gonna be that's gonna be one folks go to. I know Tyler will be there. No, no knowing that I no do question. not know any song by these guys, I probably will not be making that trip. Tyler, by, by the way, the answer was that Bun B night, but I, I feel you. Did you, you not go to Bun B last year? I didn't make it last Ooh, year. Oh, I like that. Well, yeah, I'll was... be there. He's supposed to be bringing a few a few other acts with him. Oh, yeah, H-10. they were all out there last year. Yeah, no, it, 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 was, uh, it was well done last year, and I would imagine. But I think it was all Houston-based. This this time it's Southern, so there may be some people from Atlanta. Oh, really? Florida were here. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah, no, no, he, I, I would that doesn't surprise me. The first year I thought it was really good. Clearly. Clearly, I'm sure him, you know, with his business mind and and showman entertainer mind, I'm sure he's thinking of ways to make that better. Bringing new artists would be really good. I went there. I went last year to that one. That that was that was good. The, these that, now could could they? Is there are there a couple of guys that I would like to see on here that are not? I'd love to see Morgan Wallen on here, right? Just not the year. I'd love to see Luke Combs on here. Just not not the year. But when you look at this lineup as a whole. You're cranking this thing up with Parker McCollum, which we already knew, a local guy. I mean, just a, a, a one of the fastest risers right now, young young superstar in the game, uh, Parker McCollum. And then you you get Brooks and Dunn. I, I mean, I don't I don't know what else you want night two right out of the gate. Brooks and Dunn is is from a start to finish, the show they're going to be able to put on in terms of of the crowd being able to sing word for word is as good as anybody on here. Tim McGraw, Zach Brown Band. Oh, no, it's not Tim McGraw. It's Jason Aldean. Did they mess up and put a? Yes, yeah, Jason, Jason Aldean. Aldean. Zach Brown Band. Uh, Ashley McBride. She can absolutely go, son. I, I don't know how she's going to hold her own on that big stage in, in that big of an environment, but she can absolutely uh, go. Turnpike Troubadours. Love them. Cody Jinks. Kenny Chesney. Chris Stapleton. Cody Johnson. And then they're going to wrap the, the the show up with Luke Bryan. There's a couple in there that Brad I skipped. Brad Paisley's well in there, too. Brad Paisley's in there. Um, yeah, man, there's some, there's some, some heavy good hitters. ones. I don't know who's the Chainsmokers. Are y'all, are y'all, are y'all Chainsmokers, guys? I, I've, I've heard them before. I got a few yeah, of their tunes in the I iTunes, yeah. 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 Don't call them tunes. All right, uh, coming up. Hey, hey, can you give me the 12th right there? 
I've, I got to move on to uh, <laughs> to get the tease here. We're late. Uh, Michael Irvin, the playmaker, he will join us coming up next. We'll see his thoughts. Last time we talked to him, he just got all on me because I said maybe they should move on from Lovey. We'll see what he thinks now this time. Michael Irvin coming up next. This yes. quarterback controversy stuff is silly, right? <laughs> it's a Miller Lite football Friday on Sports Radio 610. Live from Wolfies in Cyprus, here's The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. All right, that's right. We're live. Miller Lite football Friday awaiting uh, the playmaker, Michael Irvin, who is set to join us coming up. Uh, by the way, uh, we got one. Yeah, we don't call him Tyler 2.0 for nothing. Uh, somebody <laughs> else has already walked in and said, is that Tyler? Nah, Doc, it ain't. Uh, that's, uh, that's Tyler 2.0. Uh, Aaron, uh, and, he, and you two fools got on the same shirt. Boy, if y'all walked in here together, y'all, y'all definitely look alike. And, and, and don't think you got a little bit more swag because you got a tattoo that shows off your bicep, Tyler. Uh, but uh, it's a nice tattoo we got. I always set the over under at two and a half. Of what? Of how many people that, that, that think it's Tyler? Yeah, yeah, oh, we got one. we got one in the first hour. We got one. Yeah, we'll get we'll, we'll get. It. Is that Tyler? Hey, it, it is. I never. I'll be honest with you. I never even thought to th- that they even looked alike until somebody said it. What are you talking about? I, I don't mean, think they do. Do you? I don't. I don't think. I don't think they do. I don't. I don't see. We're just it. both thought it was Tyler. Dudes. That's it. White, no, well, just you, white guys you both, with beards. You both have dark hair, dark beards. Um, you, you, I mean, you both got big faces. Forty pound uh, difference. I mean, there's only a forty Sorry. pound difference. I mean, I mean, Aaron's Aaron's. A, how big a boy are you? He's a little bigger. Yeah, he's a, Tyler's yeah. a little hatchet ass. But but if, but when you when you're not when you're not side by side, one eats, one doesn't. Yeah, one eats like an adult. The other one doesn't. Yeah, like it doesn't. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got. How you doing today, Tyler? Good. Who yeah. need, who needs enemies when you got friends like these, brother? I'll tell you, baby, I love them. I love them. But uh. But no, yeah, we got one. By the way, Michael Irvin has his own podcast now. What do you? Well, how aggressive you think that sucker is? Oh my God! You think Mike's on there alone? You think you think he's? No, by himself? He's Mike got ain't doing somebody. nothing by himself. You think he's going by himself? Because I just Mike imagine, ain't doing I imagine nothing by Mike himself. just keep rolling and going by himself and just hitting. Well, here, two, here, one or two things. Like like Mike, Mike has got some serious. Like somebody hired Mike to do this. Mike didn't wake up one day and go, "I'm gonna put my own podcast together." Somebody hired Mike to do this. And there's no way in hell that, that Mike said, yeah, I'm, I'm going to fill space by myself. I'm going to sit there, and I'm going to Jim Rome this joint. No, <laughs> yeah, there's Mike no, got it. He no got chance. it in him. Mike would be out of gas in 15 minutes. <laughs> he probably would. Fit, you Sweat, think 15 oh, minutes? 15. It'd be, you give him 15 minutes. I'll give him seven. Bro, it would be a 15-minute cardio session. <laughs> He'd him, be done. I'll give him seven. I'll give him seven. Wait on Mike a little. By the way, as we were talking about the Houston Rodeo, I'm going to tell you. I'm gonna step out. I'm gonna step out my comfort zone, man. The 16th, Chris Stapleton. I think I'm near, dog. You should. I think it, I, I think I'm near. I, I have should. been listening. I, I ain't gonna lie. I listened to Sean uh, when he was emceeing uh, the deal for the uh, the Texas Bowl. Yep. And that and that guy from uh, from Texas Tech came out and sung Tennessee whiskey. Who did it? I didn't see it. So they. So Sean. Oh, oh, the player. Sean does a yeah. deal where, hey, give me your best player, your player who can sing, and yes. who can sing, and some guy yes. from Notre Dame. My, my man came up and hit that that Tennessee whiskey, and he and he drilled it. So I'm like, I might have to go get a little little Chris Stapleton. All right, man. I, I we'll, we'll get to that. All right, uh, our guy Michael Irvin, the playmaker, is in with us. Joining the show is Michael Irvin. Insider calls 
uh, are all presented by BetQL for our Odyssey NFL insider Michael Irvin. Get access to data and insights. The sports books don't want you to see Bet Smarter and Bet the Books. Download the BetQL app or visit BetQL.com today. Uh, listen, Mike, we always have a lot of fun and, and, and laugh and, and joke and, and, and get down to business, but uh, the best news that we've been hearing is all of the updates uh, from DeMar Hamlin, and I'm, I'm sure you know, but today he, uh, he was on a Zoom call with his teammates. Uh, he yeah. was flexing. He was talking. He is breathing on his own. As somebody, uh, we've been talking to Clint who played the game. You played the game. You've had injuries as well. Uh, I, I'm just curious from you, man, where you are now after hearing these great updates and, and your thoughts of when this first happened. You know what was so funny? As I talked to a few of the guys in the league, we all concurred. And it's so crazy how we are and uh, how we think. We all said, wow, when DeMar woke up, like a true warrior gladiator, the first thing he said, did we win? Did we win? You know what I'm saying? I was like, that's incredible right there. It just tells you the kind of competitor he is. You hear his team talks about how much he loves playing, what it means to him. So when I flip and get that, that tells me everything, man. And I was just so happy to get that news. Because honestly, honestly, it, 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 it casted a cloud over everything. We all love the game of football so much. We never want to see anybody in that situation in a game that we love so much, you know. So so, so I was just so happy to hear, hey, that not only is he, is, you know, that he woke up, and but he's talking, he's great. He's well. He's feeling. He's not great, but he's feeling feeling much better, and his rapid improvement, and all of his, all of his functions are intact. That's the great blessings. Relatively speaking, Mike, he's doing great, right? So you 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 were correct. Right. Re- relatively speaking, right. hey, I, right. I, I jokingly said this great. yesterday, right. Mike. How about this, man? I jokingly said this yesterday. Like in this day and age, where podcasts and documentaries and all this other job is out there, how about how about did we win the 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 life and, and football career of, of uh, Demar Hamlin? Did we win? Will end up being the, the title of, of his documentary one day, brother. Right, right, right. When I speak to this is this is you know now, and I'm not making light of it, but you know you, you try to grab the essence of a man in situations like this. You try to grab the essence of a man, and his essence, boy, you just said that's a competitor right there, man. And, you know, I, I just something I respected when I heard that. Yeah, uh, Mike, uh, I'm curious from you, our, uh, our Odyssey NFL insider, the fallout from this. Now, I think a lot of people feel more comfortable talking about the football side of this. Uh, now they're not going to uh, resume the game. The owners have voted on it. They've made the decision to the, to the point of there could be a potential uh, AFC championship game played on a neutral site and a potential that the Bengals – and the Ravens, uh, their home games, their winning of the division is decided on a coin flip. Uh, it was a really, really tough situation uh, for the NFL, but do you think this is the fairest possible uh, outcome they could have come up with? Yeah, uh, I think it's the clearest, the clearest and best, the best solution. I don't want them to play that game. I really don't. Because I think I think the, the emotions in the scab, the pain of it is still too raw. 
if we play that game again and go over it, just trying to get a competitive balance, we're going to have an emotional imbalance, you know, going into the playoffs. And, and, and right now, everybody's head headed and, and feels like where everybody's head is headed in a good direction because we all feel better about, about, about Hamlin. I just don't want to see that. I don't, I don't want to relive that. And I'm sure his family should have to relive that. So I'm glad they're moving on. And we'll make that little small, that little small adjustment where you'll play those games on a neutral site. You're going to play the Super Bowl basically on a neutral site in Arizona. What difference does it make? Let's go. Yeah, I, I, I think I'm, I'm more interested, Mike, in how it impacts that Cincinnati Bengals-Baltimore Ravens matchup and, and how they're kind of – basically taking away, potentially taking away the Bengals' uh, advantage in terms of winning their division. That, that's the interesting thing to me is that the lower, the few lower tiers, I, I think that could get hairy. Here's the thing, though, Mike, is we talked about this yesterday at length. Like, let week 18 play out, and, and, and a lot of this stuff that we're talking about and everybody's concerned about may go away because just the outcome of week 18. So I think we'll be able to have a more precise conversation uh, this time next week, or really Monday, uh, of, of next week. I mean, isn't that, isn't that fair to say? I can't hear you, buddy. Say it again. I, it just, we, week 18 is going to clear up a lot of, of the conversations we're having right now around how the football side of things works out uh, after that, that game last week. And, and so it, it'll be a much easier, clearer conversation after this weekend's games, correct? Yeah, I, I think so. Because right right now we have a lot going on on the possibilities of what will happen this weekend. This thing is about to clear up, and 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 you know, because this week we'll we'll see who wins, who. And I don't even know all these scenarios. That's why I never even liked when we came down to Rich. Rich, I work with Rich Eisen. He knows these things off the top of it. This team win, he gets that. That team win, they win they, 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 I said, man, that's too much. That's why I where where I ain't never want to be in this. Can we just? Control our own destiny. When we win, we keep moving. That's all I need to hear. But all it is here, you do this, you do that, it becomes a lot. But but when talking about the Hamlin situation, yes, it will clear up a lot of things. All it's- right, Michael Irvin, Michael Irvin with us, our Odyssey NFL insider. I, I, I got to get your thoughts because the last time we talked, uh, you, you felt like Lovey was, 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 was the guy and was, uh, and was doing – a, a, a pretty solid job in a tough situation. Now the Texans are two thirteen and one. The potential and killing the y'all down there. Team. Y'all looking at number one. I know it. I know y'all will go under. I knew you were going. <laughs> oh, you know we're going here. I'm just going to know because you killed me about it last time. You think you, hey, wait, you think? Wait, who's who's that over there? Who's that over there? Right on your tail. Team with three wins. Who's that? Uh-huh. It's the Bears. I the saw Bears. that. The Bears. The Bears. I saw that the other day. Bears have three wins. And with a loss, we got a potential chance to get the number one because the Texans are playing. The Texans are playing everybody good. I thought about y'all when I watched them play Dallas, then came back to play Kansas City. I thought, I said, they must be getting on the air and said, what are y'all doing? Stop this right now. <laughs> but, Mike, my, my question to you is, do you do you think it's time to move on from Lovey Smith? You think it's time to move on from Lovey Smith? I know it's one year, but you think you think it's time to move on? Man, y'all can't keep going through coaches over there like y'all go through underwear. Y'all got to stop that. Y'all got to stop. Y'all, y'all going through coaches like he's going through underwear over there, you know. I, 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 let me tell you something. You don't think with the way that team is playing and they're playing the good teams, 
that maybe you take that first pick, go get you, I don't know, one of them quarterbacks, Bryce Young or somebody in there, and, and, and roll on for a minute here with that, with that rolling? You, you nah, don't see I mean, any of that? No, nah, oh, I see. Oh, I like everything you said about drafting Bryce Young, but, I mean, Lovey just ain't the guy, man. I, I'm – I'm sorry, man. I just you. you, 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 you no, nah, hey, I'm with you. Because you know I keep my eye on it, right? And I watch it. And I mean, and, and they bother and they on them. Like, why the reporters? Why are y'all challenging them like that? I got people down questions. there messing with Mike, the man. Mike, Mike, right, Mike. Yeah, man. Come on, man. Mike, we ain't got nothing but hard time and bubble gum down here. We just chewed our last piece, man. We're tired of this stuff, man. Right. It's got to right, right. look, look, look. Here, here's the other thing, Mike. With you, with you down there in Dallas, let Mike McCarthy go out there and lose in the first round of these playoffs. Y'all gonna, y'all gonna be uh, underwear shopping too now. Boy, it's gonna be all I'm gonna get. I'm just letting you know right now. It's gonna be all I'm gonna get. <laughs> I just got off the. I just got phone with Steve and A. We were just talking about. It. Because, you know, the game's in Tampa. We'll take the show on the road. Because you know, that may be that Monday night game. We'll take the show on the road that Monday in Tampa. But I said, I said, boy, Steve and A, if they mess around and go down there and lose, it's going to be Armageddon. So I, I know what you mean. I know what no. you mean. <laughs> listen, hey, listen, listen, Mike. We, we're dealing with situations right. here. We're, we're dealing with situations here. Fourth down That's and five. For, fourth down and five That's game on the I line. See. And they try to match up Rex Burkhead. That's that's where they oh, go. Yeah, that's yeah, where they yeah. go. Like I, I, I see it. I, I see. It. I see. It. <laughs> and me, listen, you think you can come up with something better? You think come up with something better? I mean, they love it. Come on, man. Just 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 give them the Belichick right here. Don't get into it with him. Just give them the Belichick right here. You know what I'm saying? Well, hey, you gotta he you gotta sometimes understand. Coaches need us. Sometimes you gotta look at that thing where you got that microphone and you're in that situation where you're losing. Almost like the Miranda rights. Every and anything you say will be used against you because you got that right. I don't care what you say. You got the right to remain silent. But understand everything, everything you say will be used against you. So that's what that trips me out. All right, Mike, man, we appreciate you jumping on with us, man. And uh, enjoy this, uh, this final week as we head to the playoffs. All right, man. Y'all stop going through them. Listen, stop going through them. Black coaches like that, Houston. Don't run Lovey out of there. No. Give Lovey one more year for hey. just for color's sake. Okay, hey, baby, if he, if he was I'm black, white, whatever, hey. you, you come out there and see some of the stuff he's doing, he got to go. He see, got and to then that's smart of y'all. Y'all get the brother to say that. Black, white, purple, green, yellow, okay, he got to go. I understand that. <laughs> <laughs> that's smart of y'all. <laughs> All right, that, yeah. uh, that was uh, our Odyssey NFL insider, Michael Irvin, insider calls are presented by BetQL. BetQL is here to help us uh, make better bets through real proven analytics. Bet smarter and bet the books. Download the BetQL app or visit BetQL.com today. See, uh, if your old partner was on the set, nobody would have been able to say that back to him. Look. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, look, here's the deal. Let let uh, let let somebody throw the ball to Rex Burkhead on fourth yeah, and five yeah, instead yeah, of Mike yeah. Irvin. Mike, yeah. hey, Mike, Mike wouldn't give a damn where, where he was no, from. No, you said, yeah, fourth to five, Mike, game on the line. Let's line up Daryl Johnston. Let's throw a fade right. <laughs> throw, let's throw a fade right. I should have asked him. We should have asked him about <laughs> that. Hey, right. Mike, game on the line, man. We, we're gonna throw a, we're gonna throw a shoot route to. Uh, to, to 48. I could take Joe J. Nev- Novacek, but damn, not, not, not oh, loose. Yeah. All right, coming up, we'll give you the latest update on the great news about DeMar Hamlin and what the NFL owners have voted on. The playoffs are set in terms of how 
they're going to respond to the game on Monday night. We'll let you we'll let you hear all of that coming up next. Finger licking good.